This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, Episode 17. In today's show, I'm going to be interviewing Angela M.K. and Christina Bauer. They are clinical aromatherapists, but they're also executive producers of an aromatherapy documentary film. You're not going to want to miss this episode. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hello, my beautiful listeners. My name is Liz Fulcher. I am a clinical aromatherapist and essential oil educator. I've been using essential oils and teaching and practicing aromatherapy for almost 25 years. And I'm your host for the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm always so appreciative when people show up and give me their time. I got an email this week from a lady who said that she just found the podcast and just how tremendously helpful it's been for her in learning about aromatherapy and especially the chemistry. And she mentioned in particular episode eight of this podcast, where I talk about the five reasons every aromatherapist should understand arom uh, essential oil chemistry. So if you want to hear that episode, it's aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash zero zero eight. She actually asked that I do more chemistry uh, episodes, which I've been asked that before. So I think that's going to have to happen. I'm kind of thinking to do a multi-part series on the different chemical families. So we'll see. All right, let's get into today's awesome content. So a few months ago, I'd heard about an aromatherapy documentary film that was in pre-production. And, and I was so curious, what is, what do you mean an aromatherapy documentary? I've got to know more. So in September, while I was attending the AIA conference in Denver, that's the Alliance of International Aromatherapists. They have a conference every other year. Uh, while I was in Denver in September, I met the executive producers of the film. Christina Bauer and Angela MK were attending the conference. And at one point during the conference, they stood up and they shared that this film was going to be happening. This was their grand unveiling at the AIA conference. And it was so exciting. Everyone was thrilled and cheering and clapping because they were very clear on their their vision for this film, which you will learn in this interview. I knew I had to interview them because, A, I was dying to hear more about it and I wanted to more more details. And I really wanted to share the news um, from their mouths to your ears. I really wanted you, my listeners, to, to hear from Christina and Angie uh, directly. So the interview is fascinating, and I can tell you that if anyone can make a successful aromatherapy documentary, it's these women. They are both well-educated clinical aromatherapists. They have a lot of experience with essential oils and in the, in the aromatherapy field. Each has a unique strength to bring to the project. Angie has a background in the film industry, for heaven's sakes. And Christina is a brilliant writer. And really, together, they share a passion for this project that I know this is going to sound corny, but when I was sitting with them, it was almost palpable. I have no doubt it's going to be very successful. So if you want to learn more about the film, how you can contribute to its manifestation, go to the website, www.uncommonsensemovie.com, and sense is spelled S-C-E-N-T-S. I'll put a link to the website in the show notes, which you can find at aromaticwisdominstitute.com 
forward slash 017, as in episode 17. I'd like to put in a little disclaimer here. The interview was held in my hotel room in Denver, and I have to apologize for the audio quality. It's really not horrible, but I was... Um, I'm used to my professional microphone that I use when I do these podcasts. And I was traveling with a small microphone just for my own use. I hadn't really expected to interview anyone. So lesson learned, travel with my good microphone. You never know who you're going to meet. Okay, onward and upward. Here's the interview. Enjoy. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have two super duper ladies on as my guests and they are Christina Bauer and Angie Emke. They are clinical aromatherapists who I had to have them on as my guests because they have this incredible mission that they're doing for the aromatherapy community. And I'm gonna just give them the floor and let them tell you what the project is that they're working on. And I guarantee by the time they're done talking, you're gonna to wanna to be on board with their project. So um, I guess first we'll just, I'll let you each go ahead and introduce yourselves. Maybe okay. just tell us a little bit about who you are and then spill the beans about what the project is, the super secret special project. <laughs> Not so secret now, but. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for having us first and foremost. Yeah, this is awesome. Yes. Great. Uh, I'm Christina Bauer, also known as the Untamed Alchemist. I have the been what? The Untamed Alchemist. Oh, the Untamed Alchemist. Yes. Okay. And I've been working with essential oils uh, since uh, my earliest days in college. Started out as just sort of an enjoyable, exploratory, personal passion, and then 20 years on became something that I got much more deliberate and intentional with and extended uh, my interaction with essential oils into more formal clinical work on behalf of some family members who needed some support, and I wanted to find a way to feel empowered to Great. help them out. And um, that education extended into... My wanting to empower and educate others, mm -hmm. uh, which led me to Andrea Bouget and ultimately Andrea's teacher training, which is how I became connected with Angie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm Angie Emke, and um, like Christina said, we met at the teacher training. Um, my background prior to that, um, I worked in TV and film for almost a decade in New York City. I'm in the Directors Guild of America. So really? That's, yeah. That's the union for the directing team on films and TV, just like what the Screen Actors Guild is or SAG for actors. Right. Um, and I lived in the city, like I said, for 10 years. And my husband and I, when we got married, we said, when we have a family, we'll move back home, upstate New York, and we got pregnant and moved home and I became an aromatherapist after a childbirth class. Someone said, use lavender. It'll be really great for pain and stress and relaxation. So um, it worked. It helped so much through the childbirth. And afterwards, um, I was about to spend a lot of money on this like huge essential oil kit, getting like all these oils. And I was talking about it to my husband. I'm like, I don't really know what all the oils do, but I want to learn. So I'm going to get this kit. And then I kind of went online to see if there was any more information, and I found Andrea's teacher training. Uh -huh. or, no, Andrea's ACP. Right, and that's Andrea Bouget of Aroma Head Institute. Yep. Yes. Right. And I saw that she taught online, but I felt like I was someone that wanted to learn in person, so I found out she was in Ithaca, New York, which is only one hour amazing. from where I live. So I took, I called her, and I said, you know, I want to take this class online. It says there's a wait list. She's like, there's one more spot. You no can way. have it. <laughs> um, there's 24 of us, so I took the last five, and it ended up being her last in-person teacher training, ACP. ACP. 
<laughs> ACP, aromatherapy certification program. Yes. Yes. I guess I keep saying teacher training because, again, that's how Christina and I met. Right. And yeah. we just bonded immediately. Yeah. We've been fortunate, I think, uh, for each of us. Uh, my journey with Andrea, and that was sort of where what I call my formal education, you know, really mm. beginning to take it seriously and thinking about the quality of the information that I was getting right. showed up. I had been exploring lots of things, but uh, I cared about the substance and I cared about the quality of the material as a result of both looking for um, the right education and finding Aroma Head and then also looking beyond Aroma Head. So the teacher training was profound for us because to some extent it was certainly my first foray into experiencing an aromatherapy community. Right. So instead of being at home alone with, with an oil and having a really isolated experience, you begin to kind of get exposed to other people's encounter with their oils yeah. and how different people are using them. And there was so much learning to be had from watching other people have experiences with their oils, with their clients, with each other. And that had a huge impact on me. It really, it really changed for me the way in which I thought about the future of what my work with oils was going to look like because wow. it kind of connected me to people in a different way. I always had a, a really profound connection with the oils, but that completely changed the, the human right. element of it for me. So teacher training was a big deal for us. And when was that? How long ago was that that you guys met? 2013? Yeah, so just No, over... or 2012 maybe. Or 2013. I think about two and a half years ago. Not yeah. too long at all. No. Like considering how the connection that you have at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we tried, you know, I connected with a lot of people at the um, certification program. And when Christina and I took the class, I brought her into like, I'm like, we're doing these phone calls every month. You got to be on these phone calls. And there was only ever like a few of us. But when Christina and I, you know, we started doing the calls we were on every single call and yeah. a person would be on one and maybe another person, but we would always be the ones and it got frustrating trying to connect everybody. Nobody's right. schedules connected except Christina and mine. <laughs> Pretty quickly we were like, what time are you free? Let's just, you and I talk about this. It <laughs> sure. was, it was great. And we had those, those calls were really, um, they gave us kind of an opportunity to talk about everything and we the purpose to talk about. of the calls was to talk about aromatherapy and essential oils and, and business development. Because right. from the teacher training, mm -hmm. you know, you learn that it's not just it's teaching any kind of class. Like I teach a class called the Yoga of Aroma. I taught a cold and flu inhaler class. Mm -hmm. um, Christina teaches. Christina. I have to like toot your horn. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, oh God. Not only is she an aromatherapist, I mean, she's a writer. She's a researcher. She's written for the Tisserand blog. She's written for which journal? I'm, it's the IGPHA, Laura's journal. International Journal of Professional Holistic oh, Aromatherapy. Thank you. We'll get yeah. through it together. Yes, well, I always think <laughs> IJFA. Okay. Yes. International <laughs> Journal of Professional Holistic Aromatherapy. So, I mean, Christina has just the knowledge base of aromatherapy, the research, where to look when she doesn't know. And with my mm -hmm. filmmaking background, I guess that brings us to our secret. I was just going yes. to say, yeah. <laughs> I love aromatherapy and I love the classes that I taught, but I missed working in New York City, making movies. And I had an idea and I like sent Christina a Facebook message. I'm like, are you free to talk? And she's like, I I'm in... Europe? Yeah, I was in Denmark. Yeah. Oh. She, she's like, I can't talk. Can it wait? I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> and like, as soon as she got home, we set a call up and, you know, we said, hey, there's never been an aromatherapy documentary. And she's like, what? Really? I'm like, yeah, there's a few like clips on YouTube of various things, but there's never been a comprehensive film. Right? Yeah. 
encompassing all the experts that we turn to right. for classes that we take, for the books that we read. For so guidance. It's a movie. Yes. So the, the project is a movie, a documentary about the people and things that about aromatherapy. About aromatherapy. About, that's yeah. incredible. So what is your vision for this movie? How do you see it unfolding? Well, we uh, we have currently registered a bit of narrative and an outline. So we have um, what we would say is kind of the the baseline foundation of what we hope the, the film can become. We've invited a number of experts that uh, we look up to, uh, everyone from researchers to chemists to educators to industry champions to kind of folks emerging on the scene asking them to participate and contribute in those areas where they're both most knowledgeable and most passionate. Yes. And we expect that the film is going to not only hopefully provide some real credible information with respect to history and chemistry, and that it can shine a light on, uh, maybe I should say toward best practices, because I don't know that we'll necessarily get every single participant to agree exactly on what the rules have to be, but certainly there is there will be some emerging standards about what uh, what safety looks like and what best practices look like. Um, but we want to talk about procurement, sustainability, application, you know, sourcing, education, safety. I mean, we've really kind of run the gamut of wow. what we're inviting people to talk about. And we've been incredibly fortunate that the people that we have approached uh, have been not only willing to engage with us about the possibility of the film, but they've been incredibly supportive about kind of expanding not only its breadth and depth, but also the quality of the resources we have available. So we are incredibly excited about what this is going to look like because between us, we're committed to making a, a super premium piece of work that can serve as a, as a legacy piece um, and a real kind of, you know, something really powerful for the community and at the same time has a really high production value and right. um, can serve a wider audience than just those of us who are clearly personally invested in seeing it done because right. we're passionate about it ourselves. Who do you see as being the audience that will, that will watch it? I mean, just aromatherapists? I don't think so. I mean, for me, a lot of people are into essential oils right now, not aromatherapists, but uh -huh. just people. Like at my childbirth class, like a lot of people were stay-at-home, not just stay-at-home moms, moms. Right. People are looking for alternative treatments for health care, for health and well-being, for just immune boosting. So, I mean, we're hoping to just create a film that does appeal to everybody to give them a little bit more information. It's not going to speak to just aromatherapists. It's not mm -hmm. going to be over anybody's head. Mm -hmm. And I think all the experts that we're interviewing will also learn something from the other people. Right. You know, so it's, it's not going to, it's going to speak to everybody. That's our ultimate goal. Yeah. I can say that even with uh, the homework that we've already done to try to um, create some scope of what we want to be sure that we, that we don't miss in some of these conversations, we're already surprised, and some of the experts have been surprised about the information that other people bring to the table. Right. And I think between uh, what people, you know, one of the reasons why the film is called Uncommon Sense. Uh, one of the reasons why it's called that is because common sense is only common when you know it. Uh -huh. And there are actually a lot of unknowns for, even for many aromatherapists who, some, in some cases, people who've been practicing for years, who for whatever reason haven't engaged with 
maybe the more industrial side of okay. the business. They're more maybe invested on the esoteric side. There are also people who are deeply invested in the business of mm -hmm. essential oils and the ways in which they're used for flavorings and the way they get used, you know, sort of formally in commerce and right. consumer packaged goods that have absolutely no energetic dialogue happening, but it's a part of you know, the gross national product of yeah. many countries. And so there's a certain amount of, I think there's going to be something that surprises everyone, something that teaches everyone. And I hope the thing we hope more than anything is that it invites fresh dialogue, that it, mm -hmm. it gives people a chance to have new ways to consider essential oils, but also Brilliant. to approach them with a certain amount of uh, new awe, I think if we let ourselves get to the point where we take them for granted and we think of them as always available and that they're so simply so easy to use and so easy to apply, I think we lose a little bit of, of some of the best of what it has to offer. And so mm -hmm. among the people that we'll be talking to, we hope that there will be a chance to show that there really is incredible medical work being done in terms of clinical interfaces yeah. on behalf of patients. And that is not reckless, careless thoughtless. That's extremely deliberate. That's happening in clinical environments with real support and real research behind it. Um, and I think it's important that we remember that all of these things are aromatherapy and getting fast and loose with any one corner of it could threaten the whole thing. And if we can shine a light on it to keep it protected so that all of us have a chance to use it in the ways that we choose, we're all empowered to continue to both embrace it, but also have room to encourage it to grow so right. it can reach it, whatever its highest and best outcome is, which may be different for all of us because we're all different. Wow. That would be ideal. How long is the movie going to be? <laughs> is it sort of a two hour feature film? Yes. <laughs> we know right? we'll have enough footage to do like yeah. a 10 part series, but you know, we won't be able to make a 10 part series. Yeah. We keep our marriages. Yes. <laughs> right. I will, I will say, <laughs> yeah. I will say that what we have entertained be between ourselves and, and what we certainly hope to be able to do is if it's embraced by the community and we are fully funded so that we can focus on making the film and delivering the film to right. the community that supported seeing it made at that point, we can afford to also pay forward. If there's extra footage and there's extra material, there may be a way to produce that into something else that perhaps isn't the same high production value, but mm -hmm. still produces some of the information and makes available to that community something else. All of that is, is on the other side of the fence. Of at the, When we get to the top of Everest, we'll let you know what it looks like to get there, right. but it's not impossible. I mean, we do know we'll have far more material. Um, I do also think that means that the two hours that we get will be so rich and yeah. so invaluable that they will be worth every minute. But yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of footage. <laughs> a tremendous. That's awesome. It's not like you have to scramble around and look for uh, what are we gonna put in this film. No, you have a lot. So have you started production? Where we, are you at this we point? We started in April. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've just and it, been, it's now September. Yeah. yeah. So just a few months. And we've just been developing the idea by, you know, Christina's in Idaho. I live in New York State. So we are okay. on the phone all the time, every day for hours and just keep developing the ideas. And so, no, the answer, you know, to your question, we have not started production yet, but it's really, we've had opportunities. We don't want to rush. We want right. to set ourselves up Beautiful. for success to do it right versus doing it fast and missing an opportunity. Excellent. 
So, yeah, we're close. Yeah, we're very right. close. We have some helpers. We have um, we have some folks at a, a crowdfunding platform that uh, they're very interested in working with us, and they're a little bit more exclusive than some of the typical platforms. And they've been providing some guidance for us, so we have a, a hand holding us to make sure that when we're ready to launch, we can launch properly. Okay. And we've been working with a production consultant who is a producer for um, a production company that has done some stuff for HBO films in the past and so she's basically working with us to make sure that we keep in a straight line and have one foot in front of the other with everything buttoned up so we have a lot of materials registered where they need to be registered and we kind of got our ducks in a row and actually we're here with you in part because we finally felt like we were ready to say okay we're ready to start receiving questions and begin marketing and promotion and we're so extremely yeah. excited to start naming names because we get to yes, do that soon I too. Know, so I know. I know. Well, but when I to push pause, then I, I want to hear yeah. this name. <laughs> so um, when do you anticipate this being available for people? You know, we don't want to delay it anymore. So as soon as the crowdfunding campaign gets started, we, we don't know how the length of our crowdfunding campaign is yet. But once we get funded, we are going to start shooting right away. But the timeline, you know, we're going to be traveling, you know, hopefully to Australia, France, to England, around the United States. And we have to kind of time it around distillation, when people are going to be in certain spots. How exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, it it could be two years. Yeah, could be. You know, and then the post-production, if we're really good about taking notes when we're filming these interviews, we'll have a little bit of a better job at the end, picking out what we want to use. But with the hours of footage we're going to have, it's going to be a process to do post-production and edit it down to what we're going to use. And we do have an eye to also, there are a couple of the processes and a couple of uh, statistics for lack of a better description that we really feel in order for people to get the gravity of, of either the details of a distillation process, for example, or the gravity of a statistics of a statistic, we really want people to have a sense of what this looks like. So we've talked about having an animator also provide some things that oh. an audience can look at so that a process is made really, really transparent for them nice. instead of us having to expect that they understand what we're describing, right. that they can actually see that process, either real-time filmed or right. animated in such a way that it becomes easily digestible. So this will be a truly a big educational tool. We hope so. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we, uh, I think the word that we've used ourselves is bulletproof. We want uh-huh. it to be bulletproof. And, uh, you know, it's important for us that uh, it's grounded in defensible facts and that the information is vetted and comes from experts that we trust and who trust each other. Um, We aren't trying to uh, upset the industry. Uh, I mean, I'd say quite the contrary. We're really trying to lift it up and protect it. I get that. But I think there's a a chance for lots of learning to happen across the board with some of what gets revealed. But yeah, I think... I think both of us believe that more than anything, it will probably inspire because we're as much as we were already deeply invested in the project, we fall more in love with aromatherapy every day the more that we learn about right. about it as a result of what we've been connected with through the film just so far. So, If someone wants to contribute and help, how can they do that? If, if anyone listening to this podcast wants to contribute to this really valuable project, how can they do that? So that's a great question because the crowdfunding campaign, and I'm not sure when you're airing this, we haven't officially launched that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the works of setting up a PayPal account, and we just want to kind of figure out if people do want to give us money now, 
how to reward them yeah, later right. because we, you know we do we are creating an amazing reward structure so if people donate to the crowdfunding they're going to be getting amazing gifts in exchange and you know i don't want we're not gonna let the cat out of the bag there right. either but it's gonna yeah. be something where people are like wow like yeah. i'm giving this money and i'm gonna get that back right. plus the film yeah i was gonna say i think we're probably the first crowdfunders in the world to say hang on to your money for a little while right because we we need to launch that campaign in the meantime there are ways to get connected with the film so that people can know where we are in right. terms of announcing on behalf of the film and rolling out the crowdfunding campaign so one of the easiest ways is if individuals text the word uncommon to 66866, they'll be signed up for the newsletter, which after we get back from this visit with uh, the folks at AIA, right. we'll begin to roll out on a regular basis, letting people know where we are okay. with everything that's happening. I need to hear that again, slower, okay. because I'm also hearing this for the first time. <laughs> and what I'll do is when um, the website and any of the, the crowdfunding information... I'll put all of that in the show notes Yay. so it'll all be there. So if you can't process all this, like right now, it's like a lot of information. It's fabulous. But <laughs> all that information I'll put in the show notes. So if you could just explain one more time again about the texting. Yeah. So there's, there's really two ways to do it. One is to text <clears throat> where all you're doing is texting the word uncommon. Okay. Which is the first. U-N-C-O-M-M-O-N. Right. Yes. Uncommon. To 66866. Okay. And when you do that, you will be asked to confirm that you want to subscribe to Uncommon Sense newsletter. And at that point, we will be able to keep you in the loop by email with what's going on with moving through pre-production, what's happening with the crowdfunding Excellent. campaign. We do have a Facebook page for Uncommon Sense Movie. Okay. We have a Twitter account where we are at EO Documentary. Oh, nice. Um, we have uh, an Instagram account, which is also Uncommon Sense Movie. And uh, when we get back, we do expect that we'll be, now that we have uh, certain letters in hand and we've passed certain milestones, we can begin to announce on behalf of who some of our participants are. Right. Yeah. And Robert, the first of them went out last week. I mean, we do, Robert was the very first person we announced, Robert Tisserand. Robert Tisserand. Yes. The Robert Tisserand. Yes. Not just that yeah. Robert. Robert <laughs> Tisserand. The Robert Tisserand. <laughs> so the URL, if you want to go to the website is UncommonSenseMovie.com, and that's UncommonSense, S-C-E-N-T-S, Movie.com. Will there be a trailer? Will we get teasers? Yeah, so with the crowdfunding campaign, that will have a little bit of a tease of what the movie is, and at the same time, we are going to make a trailer um, to hopefully pitch to production companies as well. Perfect. You know, we are first-time filmmakers, and we have a lot of industry people that I've connected with helping us out people mentors that we're asking questions to but if we you know we would like to take this to a production company right um if it's possible and if not if we fund it all ourselves and it would be great to just fully do this on our own as well with the consultants that right. we've already been working with I think you I think once word is out people are really going to want to contribute because yeah, it's, hope so. it's, a, it's so. a film that will make a difference yeah Everyone, we believe that. I think everyone will want to be involved. Yeah. And I will say this, certainly in the meantime, we would love to hear from the community what they're most excited about. I mean, it's important to us that what we're doing is a match with, with the people who will be supporting right. it want to see. So we'd love to have feedback from them as well. Well, Angie and Christina, mm -hmm. I am very excited about the project. It's going to be spectacular. What I'd really like is to have you come back again for an update. We'll get on our Skype and, and I'd like to hear how the project is going and... Is there anything else you'd like to add? 
Just thanks for having us. Yeah. We would love to do a follow-up with you. You know, like I said, we just unveiled, you know, yeah, this huge yeah. project. And we, you know, we want to hear from your viewers. Yeah. And write to us on Facebook, our email address, which is info at uncommonsensemovie.com. We would love to come back. We'd love to share with people where we are in terms of uh, moving out of development and through yeah. pre-production. And you will certainly hear from us when Great. we're ready to launch that campaign. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Thank I really you. do. And thank you, you find so us on Facebook. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks. So there it is. And I hope that you enjoy that interview as much as I enjoyed sitting, engaging with uh, Angie and Christina. These women are powerful and passionate, and I can't wait to see what they produce. If you'd like to stay in touch, I'm going to put everything in the show notes. But if you'd like to uh, follow them on Facebook, <clears throat> you can go to facebook.com forward slash uncommon dash sense dash movie. And on Twitter, it's at EO documentary. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And until next time, be happy, be well.